I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Week 7. It's flying by. I know. It is flying by. I love it. We haven't even started the show yet. and, And we've got callers on board. I tell you. Um, love you guys. Love you guys. Um, a lot to get to, as you know, this hour wall to wall fantasy, getting you ready for your week seven matchup. Hopefully you're sitting there at five and one, four and two wouldn't be bad. Three and three. Um, I'm actually doing quite well in, in the majority of my leagues. Is it? And and by the way, Tom and and Harvey are producing the show. Tom, isn't it just like, um, so fitting that, um, that my big money league, I'm I'm one in five. Everything else, everything else, I'm six and zero, oh, five and one, four and two, three and three. But, but my big, but my big money league, I'm one in I'm one in five, one in five. You know, life just happens like that. And you know, and good morning, everyone. Hope you're all enjoying your morning so far. Um, you know, things just happen like that all the time, Anita. Like, you know, stuff so, happens. We'd say something else, but it's a family show. Yeah, family show, family program. Yep. We can't go yep. there. But, nope. you know, it just figures. But hopefully, you're winning enough money in your other leagues to compensate what you might be yeah. losing in this big money league. Okay, so, so, so that sums it up. So now I feel pressure that I have to win in all my other leagues so I can afford to pay my entry fee into my big money league. Exactly. So that's, yeah, so that's, that's how my fantasy season. Is, is winding down. Anyway, um, I, I hope everybody out there is, uh, is, is having some success, and we so appreciate you listening to the show, of course. Um, and uh, as always, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to spend this first uh, segment talking about all the players you need to be in the know about, uh, some players that might still be available on the waiver wire that you can pick up. Um, we'll hear from Cynthia Freeland this hour as well. She joins me each and every Saturday uh, on my quote-unquote regular show from noon to 3, the Anita Mark show at 1.30. I, th- I find it to be appointment radio um, as we talk about some of the picks, the plays, and then, of course, uh, we talk fantasy, and I love to replay that that portion of the interview with with her, with you, um, in this hour. Then, of course, Matthias Kiwanuka will join me at the top of the hour at 8 o'clock. Um, excited to uh, dive into this Giants and Jets, both uh, both matchups today because uh you know obviously both these teams uh, two of the biggest surprises i think this season outside of seattle i'm trying to think who else um two of the biggest surprises this season in in the nfl so as we know the the giants are sitting at five and one getting ready to take on the jacksonville jag jaguars down there in south florida meanwhile the jets are four and two and they head to mile high to take on a denver broncos team which by the way no russell wilson today he's been ruled out because of his his hamstring injury is that good or bad for the jets is that good or bad for the Jets? We'll dive into that with uh, Matthias Kiwanuka. Uh, Rich Samini will join us as always. Um, 
of course, uh, to, to, to give us an update on what's going on with the Jets. Jordan Renan will join us as well with an update on the Giants. And of course, uh, Mike Tannenbaum will join us on the program as well. So, And yesterday I did have Jeff Legwald who joined us on the program last minute because while I was on air is, is when it broke that the news broke that Russell Wilson was not going to be active. So uh, Jeff Legwald, who covers the Denver Broncos for ESPN, was kind enough to call into the show yesterday. If you missed that, uh, we'll play that for you as well uh, during the show. So a lot coming your way from now until 11 o'clock. And then, of course, uh, a little bit later on, uh, Dan Grassa and Greg Buttle uh, will bring your Jets pregame show. And, of course, the only place you'll be able to listen to the Jets on radio is right here on 98.7 ESPN. So we hope you you stay with us all day long. Okay, so, uh, so Tom, let's, let's dive into it. Again, as always, we like to start with the news of the day. Keep in mind, we are at that point of the season where there are bye weeks. And it's the Rams, the Eagles, the Bills, and the Vikings, which means there's quite a few players this week uh, that are big-time fantasy contributors that are not going to be active and attractive. So how can we help you? Let's get started. As we know, Tua is back in action for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, um, I I do have um, uh, Josh Allen in two of my 12 leagues. So I, in, in two of those 12, I want to say I have, I, I think in one of them, I have to have Matt Ryan starting. I know there was no other better option to be quite frank. Um, and in, in the second one, I do have two of starting against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Here's the thing. Brian Flores goes back to Miami and we're going to dive into this because he went to BC. Kiwi went to BC um, this is a conversation I'm going to have with Matthias Kiwanuka a little bit later on the show. Brian was a, a big reason why, besides uh, Tom Brady deciding to go to a wedding in New York on a Friday before a, a Sunday game. Nonetheless, I, I've already I've 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 talked too much about that already. Um, Brian Flores, as you know, has beef with Brady. Therefore, of course, was big intricate part of that Pittsburgh Steelers defense playing as well as they did uh, without a lot of horses in their stable to beat the the Tampa Bay Bucks last week. And then now, you know, you've got Brian Flores going back to Miami. Can you imagine? I mean, have you thought about this, Tom? Like Brian Flores going back to Miami with that lawsuit, having to like walk into that stadium, having to walk into, and it's a night game, right? Having to walk into that locker room. Um, I, I just, I, I, I first of all, I can't imagine uh, it must be making him sick to his stomach. Number one, uh, number two, um, just the, the 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 passion and the desire of him and everybody on that team to willing this Miami Dolphins team to lose, willing this Pittsburgh Steelers team to win. So again, I am playing Tua. Okay, this is a much different Miami Dolphins team with. Um, with with Tua and of course uh, with I mean with uh, with Waddle and and Tyreek Hill as a one two punch, but I I I, I do have my reservations here and uh, and I would not be surprised if the Pittsburgh Steelers won tonight. I'm just just throwing that out there, just throwing that out there. Uh, Carson Wentz has been placed on IR. Heineke is going to get the start against the Green Bay Packers. I'm actually quite excited about that, especially if you have Terry McLaurin as a wide receiver. I do. You know, when uh, when Washington decided to roll with Wentz, you know, the expectation was that, you know, the passing game would be exponentially a, a lot better. And it hasn't been. But if you go back and you look at the chemistry between Heineke and Terry McLaurin, it was actually quite good. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see 
what he can do with Terry McLaurin. Because I just don't feel that Wentz has been tapping into uh, that that talent as much as I was expecting him to. So I'm intrigued. Uh, Kenny Pickett uh, has passed uh, concussion protocol, so he is going to start for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, not I'm not I'm not saying that um, you should um, have or start Heineke or well if you're in a two quarterback league or you're in a deep league and you're desperate maybe you've got Matthew Stafford or Hertz. Um, or Josh Allen <clears throat> um, on the bench. Okay, you're desperate to play Heineke. I get it. But just sharing with you who's starting and who's not. Russell Wilson, as we just said, is out because of a hamstring issue. So um, <clears throat> Rippon is going to get the start. And and we're going to dive into this with, with Matthias. Not sure if this, is, if this helps or hurts the situation um, with, uh, with, uh, with Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? I, I mean, with, uh, with the Jets. Uh, because Russell Wilson could have been potentially the problem, right, for the Denver Broncos offense. So I, I'm really, I'm very, very intrigued as well with this, uh, this Denver Bronco-Jets game. Dak Prescott back in action for the Dallas Cowboys against the Detroit Lions. I think that's a healthy start there. If you do have Dak, yeah, you definitely want to tee him up. Um. And I think that is it. P.J. Walker is going to get another start for Carolina against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Not that you would start him anyway. And just a little note here. Uh, Deshaun Watson expected to come back and play week 13. So if you've got some space on your roster and he's available, um, I think around now would be a good time for you to pick him up, stash him. Just throwing that out there. Okay. But that just sharing with you what the timetable is. In regard to running backs, big trade that went down. Christian McCaffrey, now he's a 49er. Reports are Adam Schefter. Many are reporting that he's going to uh, be active. How attractive is he going to be today? Keep in mind, he made the journey on Friday, arrived into San Francisco late afternoon, had to pass his physical. So really, you know, it was just a part of the walkthrough. Now, in some history here, Kyle Shanahan used to be uh, McCaffrey's babysitter back in the late nineties. Now he's his head coach. These families know each other extremely well. Uh, McCaffrey knows the system, uh, that, that Kyle Shanahan utilizes, uh, in, in San Francisco. So it's not like he's coming in here blind, but w- what are your realistic expectations? I, I personally, I'm, if, I'm not starting Christian McCaffrey, uh, th- this week. Um, I do believe that he'll suit up. I do believe maybe he comes in, maybe he gets a touchdown. They, they, they bring him in. I, I just think if he would have joined the team, let's say on Tuesday or Wednesday, had a Thursday, Friday practice, and then a Saturday walkthrough, okay. But considering how late he joined the team, I have some reservations. So I, I personally would not start him. You might be a little desperate and you might say, Anita, you know what? I think he's going to be utilized in the red zone. So I'm going to keep him in and I'm going to start him. I, I would expect no more than a flex play, flex play number for you. I would not expect a, a, a running back one for you. As for the Carolina Panthers, I, I know there's been some um, discussion. Okay. You know, who comes, the, who becomes the lead man? If it's me, um, I'm picking up, uh, um, Foreman, Devon, uh, I can never pronounce his, his, his first name properly. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up Foreman as opposed to Hubbard. 
Okay. A lot of reports out there is that it's going to be, you know, 50, 50 split, 60, 40 split, whatever the case, who's ever got the hot hand, they're going to ride him, um, you know, throughout the game. If, if you, if, if you had to say, all right, I need to, what, what running back are you going to pick up? I'm going to pick Foreman uh, up over Hubbard. Just FYI, uh, Melvin Gordon expected to be the starter today against the Jets. Any, any running back against this Jets defense, I don't expect to have a big game. But uh, but Latavius Murray, to me, seems to uh, be the running back that you want to have in that backfield for the Denver Broncos. Okay, I, I just it just seems to me that Melvin Gordon and this Denver team are, are, are not not on the same page. Uh, and there are some issues there. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if Melvin Gordon is traded before the trade deadline and Latavius Murray then becomes your starting running back. So if there's a running back in the backfield for the Denver Broncos that I would not start today, uh, it would be Murray, just FYI. Um, Cam Akers, uh, I'm, I'm expecting him to get traded at some point in time, uh, disgruntled, unhappy, not with the team. Kyron, Kyron, I hope I'm pronouncing it properly, Kyron, Kieran Williams is a running back that the Rams have uh, who has, is on IR. Now, prior to, this, prior to the season starting, there was a lot of buzz around Williams that he was going to become the lead back in the backfield for the Rams, and then he had a high ankle sprain. He had to have surgery, and he was placed on IR. Uh, this is a guy that potentially, once the Rams come off this bye week, this is a guy who I think could take over the lead role in that backfield for the Rams. So if Williams is available... I highly recommend you run, don't walk, go pick him up. And if you've got that IR designation, good for you. Commissioners should have at least one. I do in the leagues that I commission and you should stash Williams because I, I think Williams is going to have a really solid, exciting second half of the season. DeAndre Swift expected not to play today. So if Jamal Williams is out there, I'd pick him up. I'd play him even though Dallas has a very good defense against the run. Um, this is this is quite interesting because you've got a Detroit Lions team that are coming off of a bye and Swift is still not ready to go. That tells me this injury is is pretty significant. So Jamal Williams would be a running back that I would highly recommend uh, you uh, you get on your roster. Um, Damian Harris is is back in the backfield for the uh, the Patriots. Uh, they're going up against the uh, the the Bears on Monday night. Stevenson has been such a beast for you. I, I, I do, be, because we've seen Stevenson play so well the last two weeks, I still believe that he's going to be your lead back. I just, to me, he goes from like a running back two to more of a flex play because Harris might come in at the goal line, unfortunately, and be one of those TD vultures. I hope not, but possibly. Uh, DK Dobbins is, uh, has been placed on IR. He's going to have to get his knee scoped out, cleaned out. What a disappointing season it's been for uh, for 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 Dobbins, J.K. Dobbins. What what a disapp- I, I was expecting bigger and better from him. Uh, he was the running back that I did draft in that backfield for the Ravens. Uh, so Kenyon Drake, even though Gus Edwards has been activated, to me Kenyon Drake is the running back you want to have on your roster in that backfield for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, I think that's it in regard to uh, running backs. Wide receivers, Van Jefferson expected back um, after the bye. So if he's available, that could be a nice pickup for you. Um, Keenan Allen, keep in mind, next week is the bye for the Chargers. Okay, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers hold Keenan Allen out one more week and he doesn't start until after the bye. That's my, that's my two cents. 
Not that I would be shocked. I'm not saying I'd be shocked if Keenan Allen is going to be active and attractive today. Uh, no, I just teams typically, if, if you're that close to a bye week, you want to give a player two more weeks off to heal and get ready and have this Chargers team make a, a really good run. It's a log jam there in their division in that uh, in that NFC West of excuse me in that NFC West division. So, um, or it's not the NFC, it's the AFC West. So, uh, so. Th- Again, keep an eye on Keenan Allen, but I, I just don't... My gut's telling me he does not play today. Uh, Randall Cobb has been placed... Um, I'm not sure if he's been placed on IR. He's going to be. He's not going to be active. Uh, regardless, um, Dobbs, I think, could be a sneaky... Along with Lazard, Dobbs could be a sneaky good play for you for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Bateman expected back for the Baltimore Ravens. He was able to practice this week. Uh, Julio Jones uh, did not practice this week, still dealing with a knee issue. I don't expect him to go. Of course, you got Mike Evans and and Godwin there for uh, Tom Brady today against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Jalen Waddles dealing with a shoulder, but is expected to play. Keep an eye on Tyler Lockett. He's dealing with a hamstring, and apparently this is going to be a true game-time decision. And this is a late game. This is a 4-4-30 game. So, uh, what do I do? I take that wide receiver and uh, and I'll put him in that flex play, right? And and see what happens that that way. If if Lockett doesn't go, you're not designated to only replacing him with a wide receiver. You could replace him with potentially a tight end with a good matchup or another running back. So that's how I, whenever there's a game time decision for a player in a late game, that's typically what I do. Josh Palmer out. Um, as well. So DeAndre Carter for the Chargers could be a sneaky good play, especially if Josh Palmer and Keenan Allen are out. God, I love Austin Eckler today, by the way. Uh, but De- DeAndre Carter could be a sneaky good play, especially if you're desperate. Okay. Uh, Logan, Logan Thomas and Bates are both out at tight end for the Washington team. So Cole Turner could be a sneaky good play if you're desperate. Cameron Brait is out for the Tampa Bay Bucks, so uh, Cade Otto, Otto, Cade Otto could be a sneaky good play, and uh, and and Waller, tight end Waller for the Las Vegas Raiders is out today as well. So keep that in mind. I think that is it, I, and I know it's a lot. It's week seven. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Oh, it's a lot. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Let's get to your calls. We kick it off with Shelton. Shelton from Staten Island. Welcome in. How you doing? Good morning, Anita. How's everything with you? Good morning. Great. Thank you. 
Good. Tight end, Dalton Schultz or Will Disley? I don't, I don't know if Schultz is playing today, to be quite frank. I think last yeah. I saw was, it was that he was out. So you, you might not even have a tough decision there. Uh, who's your, who, okay, who's, appreciate who, was the, who was the second one that you said? Oh, Will Disley. Oh, is, let me ask you, is, is Evan Ingram available? I haven't checked the waiver wire because tight end is a very thin position, as you know, but I'll, I'll definitely so, take a look. So I, I do like Evan Ingram going up against his former team. He's averaging 10 targets a game, okay? And, and I, think, um, I think the Giants uh, in, in that defense, I think they're going to keep everything short and shallow. So I think he's going to get a nice, hefty amount of targets today. I also like Hayden Hurst, Cincinnati quarterback against the Atlanta Falcons. And he's probably not available, but um, Gerald Everett, uh, Chargers tight end against Seattle, with, especially if, if Keenan Allen is out and Josh Palmer is out, I, I think his target share is going to go up. Uh, let's go to Linda. Show's never complete without Linda. Linda, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Anita. I'm doing good. Um, I have for the flex Latavius Murray or Dante Foreman. And then my other question is, should I pick up Gus Edwards or Chubba Hubbard? Yeah, so very interesting. Um, hmm. It's a great question. Uh, I would play Foreman. They both have horrible matchups, Linda. So. Okay. Um, but I, I would play Foreman just because I think volume. Um, you know, I, I again, I do believe that he's going to become the lead back. I think he's the better back in that backfield. And when Christian, Christian McCaffrey has had some issues, he has been able to get the bulk of the carries. Um. And and I and and I would go I would go Edwards, you know it, it, it depends what you want to do. If you want to lock down that that backfield for Carolina with Foreman and Hubbard, you can do that. But I I, I would go, I would it's tough. I would go Edwards. I would go Edwards, Linda. All right, thank you, okay. Anita. Again, yeah. I I hope I helped you out. These these are these are these are some tough questions, girlfriend. Let's go to Kevin in New York. Kevin, welcome in. <laughs> Hey, hey, Anita, I got uh, I got two recommendations for the listeners this week, all right? I'm okay. going to try and call in every week, but but I'm going with Nico Collins, I think, for the love rest it. of the year. I think he's a huge, huge love matchup. Um, I'm, using him. I'm, using, get... I'm using him in a lot there of DFS go. today, by the way. Lovey wants to get him more involved, uh, huge air yards. I think he's going to be huge the rest of the year, league winner. And then the other one, I think, I think Pacheco, this is the time for Pacheco, big Chiefs fan. I think the San Francisco line is they they're still banged up. Um, well, I they do get the Bosa. Been saying they get Bosa yeah. back today. Just FYI. Yeah, but yeah, correct. But you, you know, we've been giving up the most amount of uh, lost yards to the ground. I think we're like fourth in lost yards. The enemy says he's looking for identity. Pacheco's been running pretty hard. The longer you're in Andy Reid's offense, the more you know. I think both of them. This is the week. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, um, you know, and, and Kevin, thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. Um, you know, I, I do like I do like Collins a lot. In fact, I'm I'm playing him a lot in DFS this week. Here's here's I do like Kansas City. By the way, today I'll lay. I want to say now it's down to minus one. Uh, even though not sure exactly how the 49ers are going to utilize C-Mac. Uh, the line went down. I, I want to say it was minus two, and then as soon as the trade hit, um, it went down excuse me, went down to minus one, but uh, you've got a 49ers team. They play zone coverage 85% of the time. And 
Patrick Mahomes is just an absolute beast against zone coverage. So sixth best quarterback in regards to statistics against zone coverage. So I just, I, I, I think, I think they're going to throw the ball a lot today. Just FYI. And that's probably why, uh, um, Tom, you said there's reports out there that Pacheco is going to start. Yes, Ian Rappaport from 12 minutes ago on Twitter. The Chiefs gave uh, rookie running back Isaiah Pacheco first-team reps this week. He's expected to start over Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That is what Ian Rappaport is reporting. There you go. So um, so great call. Really do appreciate it. Uh, quick break. We come back. We'll hear, uh, we'll hear from Cynthia Freeland. Uh, she'll join the program again, as always. She... Uh, she she joins me on Saturday. So uh, and we always end talking a little fantasy football. So um, excited to uh, excited to get her, uh, of course, on the program and, and replay that segment for you. So stay tuned. you got Cynthia Freeland coming your way next right here on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ian. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, yesterday, as always, on Saturday, I have Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network who joins me. We always end our discussion talking fantasy. And, of course, we always start our discussion talking about quarterbacks she sees that are flying a little bit low on the radar heading into week seven. Let's listen in. Well, this week, I certainly think that, I mean, Daniel Jones is definitely in play. But Tua comes up very, very high for me against Pittsburgh. He, you know, on and, you know daily fantasy purposes, he's very underpriced. So I'm, I'm liking the Tua. He leads the league in downfield passing completion, so 10 plus air yard attempts, highest you know completion percentage and passer rating. So that's that's something I'm targeting in this one against the Steelers. Question for you, Brian Flores, and- part of the Pittsburgh Steelers defensive coaching staff knows Tua better than anyone else, put Tom Brady to shame last week. Do you feel that he does it? Do you feel that he does it again against Tua? I just, there's something here that just does not sit well with me, Cynthia, in regard to Brian Flores going back, like going back down to Miami after everything that's happened, that lawsuit is still active and knowing exactly what buttons to push with Tua. That concerns me. Does not concern you? It, so, first of all, my friend Brian Flores, who I've known for over 20 years, I would love nothing more than to see him kind of go down there and get some, like, like let me be clear, like, I, I would love that, right? Like, for him and whatever. Like, I do think he'll have a good game plan. I do think he knows tendencies. I would feel better if Teron Armstead were completely healthy with the, with the projection. Unfortunately, 
you know, Brian Flores did not coach Tua when he had Tyreek Hill. And you, you saw the Jalen Waddle aspect of it, but you know this team is significantly different. They have some, they have some really uh, like big opportunities against the Steelers secondary that hasn't played up to you know they're they're not playing like we are used to from this year. Asterisk on Minka Fitzpatrick, also a revenge game for Minka Fitzpatrick. But you know, I, as much as I love that for my friend, I just you know I got to go with what the stronger probabilities are, and the stronger probability lies with to me lies with Tua performing well. Okay. Uh, running backs. Uh, who are you considering? All right. When I look at some running backs, I mean, just so, I don't know, for, your, for our audience, we can listen to it. Uh, Josh Jacobs comes up for me as like the, a really strong pick for daily. I know he's not, if you're starting him, if you have season long, like you weren't considering not, but for the price, both he and Brees Hall are like my two like favorite upside picks, but I would like you to put Travis Etienne on your like daily look. I understand it's picking against the Giants and we don't like to do that. But I think that when you're looking at ETN's opportunities, he's had increased role, increased volume. And I think that this is an opportunity for him to be a part of something where, because, you know, the Giants, they love to blitz the football. How do you make sure that you're keeping, you know, Trevor Lawrence upright against the blitz while you run the ball? And so Travis ETN has a nice upside for me. Um, wide receivers. My wide receiver situation. Um, I know this is going to sound a little bananas, but Darnell Mooney comes up a little bit for me. Same with really, <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah, it's look. It's I like the picks that have a ton of upside. So I'm looking at like look like they got to throw the ball a little bit against the the Patriots on Monday night. The game script to me indicates that Chicago will be playing from behind. Mooney's underpriced for fantasy purposes, so that could be one that could be one to look at, one to to consider and think about. And then, of course, I don't know why Josh Reynolds doesn't get much love, but I understand that they're playing the Dallas defense. But if you're looking at what Detroit figures to be doing, you're playing Dallas, you're playing Dak getting back. Detroit's probably going to be throwing the ball quite a bit. Yes, Amon Ross St. Brown is back, but that means that he'll probably get a lot of Trayvon. He could get some Trayvon Diggs, even though Diggs doesn't typically travel. I still think maybe you got to look at some Josh Reynolds and getting a lot of love before they're by. Uh, in regard to, uh, to tight ends, who do you like? I, I think, you know, what's funny is finally we saw Kyle Pitts get off the snide and score a touchdown in America. So that one's kind of a good one for me. Um, of course, Evan Ingram, obviously, you know, that took some revenge for him against his old team. And then, you know, it's, it's interesting as I'm looking at, you know, you talk about that Tennessee and, Indy and Colts game. If Jelani Woods, who is currently listed as questionable, if he's playing, I think he has a good opportunity to see the end zone. We've seen it happen three times this season. So I think that could be one in, against the Tennessee secondary that in the red area is, is very nice to opposing tight ends. Great stuff is always is a mismatch. Great stuff is always Cynthia. We, we so appreciate your time here on 98.7 ESPN. Thank you so much, my friend. Um, it, enjoy it. week. I, I know, as you said, it's already week seven. I can't believe it. Enjoy your week seven. What? I know. I'll talk to you week eight. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN with uh, so many fantastic nuggets and, uh, and a lot of players. Uh, I'm, I'm totally locked up with her on, like, love me some Josh Jacobs, love me some Brees Hall today, uh, even though it, it is going to be a difficult defense. The, uh, the Denver Broncos have only allowed one touchdown uh, this season at home up in Mile High, so it's, it's going to be tough sledding. But I, I do like Brees Hall today. 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Uh, a lot. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, let's get you some of the players that you... Uh, that I'm going to use, that I would recommend you use today if you're on the fence. Again, keep in mind, we've got uh, four teams on a bye, the Rams, the Eagles, the Bills, and the Vikings. And uh, and with that being said, you know, that's there's, there's a lot of talent. Um, there's a lot of talent on on all four of those teams that uh, that are not going to be uh, going at it today. So, uh, so who do I like? All right, here we go. Uh, love me some Dak Prescott. I know I'm not going out on a limb there. Uh, but he's back in action. A lot of people think that uh, that maybe he's going to be limited. I don't believe he is. Uh, had Todd Archer on our digital show called Bet earlier this week, and Todd does not feel Todd Archer covers the the Dallas Cowboys for ESPN. He does not feel that he's going to be limited. So I do like Dak against Detroit. Joe Burrow against Atlanta. Love me some Geno Smith against the Chargers. Um, I, I love the over. It's one of my favorite plays today. I love the over in the Seattle uh, Chargers game. I, I think both offenses are going to put up a lot of points. So I think Geno Smith could be a sneaky good play. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo against Kansas City. I think a lot of points are going to be put up in that in that game. And, and, and again, by the way, you said Ian Rappaport is reporting. Ian Rappaport is reporting that Pacheco is going to be starting in the backfield for the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, talk about him being utilized in the passing game. As I said before, I do like Kansas City. Big reason why uh, this is a, a 49ers team. They play a lot of zone coverage. And uh, and now you, you're telling me you get Pacheco in the backfield starting along with that offense and, and against a, a defense that plays a lot of zone. Watch out. Uh, he's he's. I think he's going to be a really big part of that passing game today for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I also like Jimmy Garoppolo going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I mean, listen, Patrick Mahomes is a no-brainer. You might be on the fence with Jimmy G. I do like him today as well. Here's a, a real deep sleeper, and that's Davis Mills going up against the Raiders. Both these teams coming off of a bye, um, and Nico Collins, we just had a caller call in who said that uh, he really liked Nico Collins and a guy that maybe you should pick up on your waiver wire. I think that's smart. Um, I, I like Nico Collins even more so than, than Cooks these days. Um, bigger, bigger part, higher ceiling, really exciting player to watch. I know a lot of people haven't watched the Texans play. Why would you? They're God awful. Um, but, um, but they, Nico Collins is, is, is definitely a, a great play today. And I think moving forward, uh, running backs that I like, 
Um, again, not going on a limb here, but Josh Jacobs has a really phenomenal matchup against uh, the Houston Texans. They give up a ton of yards. I mean, a ton of yards. Here's, here's another thing. Saquon Barkley. I know you're not going to bench Saquon Barkley, but you might have some hesitation because you're like, wow, going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars who are only allowing 3.7 yards per carry. But here's the thing. They miss a lot of tackles. And if you get Saquon Barkley open past the line of scrimmage, right? Like, and so you use a lot of, you use him. And, and as we know, the Giants utilize him a lot in the passing game. I think he could break a lot of tackles. The Jacksonville Jaguars, their linebacking core and their secondary, one of the worst teams, 31st uh, in, in regard to tackle rate. So if you could get Saquon Barkley off of that first level, I think he can have a pretty big game. And I think you do that in the passing game. So one of my favorite prop bets is Saquon Barkley over three and a half receptions and over 25 and a half receiving yards. I think Saquon Barkley is a big part of the passing game today against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. Um, Brees Hall, again, you might be shy to start him because it's against the Denver Broncos and they've got a great, they've got a great defense, but I wouldn't his volume and just how talented he is. I would still play him today. Love me some Joe Mixon. I think he has a big game against Atlanta. Kenneth Walker has been an absolute broke, uh, forced 12 missed tackles last week. Uh, his start with the Seattle Seahawks. And now he's going up against a Chargers team who gives up almost six yards per carry. Watch out. Love me some Ken Walker today as well. Pierce in the backfield against the Raiders. Raiders not good against the run either. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm intrigued. And we're going to dive into this obviously with, with Kiwi. And that is I'm intrigued in regard to how the Giants are going to do against ATN and Robinson in the backfield for the Jacksonville Jaguars, because Leo Williams is back. And of course, Dexter Lawrence is there with the two of them. I, I think Jacksonville is going to have a tough time running the football. Now, ATN is utilizing the passing game, very similar how Saquon Barkley is using the passing game. Let me tell you something. The Jacksonville Jaguars and, and the Giants, two similar teams, a lot of similarities here. And, and I think Jacksonville's getting three. It's because of that home field advantage. I think odds makers feel the same way I do. And, and that's why the, the spread is, is only three. I personally feel the wrong team is favored here, but that's my two cents. Uh, Brian Robinson got his legit start last week. He's going up against Green Bay today. I do like him as a flex play. As I said earlier, I think Kenyon Drake with no Dobbins, J.K. Dobbins out. I think uh, Kenyon Drake is the start that you want against Cleveland, who's not good against the run either. Um, and I think that is it. Of course, uh, just going back to, uh, what we were talking about when we started the show, uh, C-Mac is gone now from Carolina. I think Foreman is the running back of choice in that backfield, uh, that you want to play Deandre Swift expected not to play. So Jamal Williams, uh, should, uh, should get the bulk of the carries in that backfield for the Detroit lions, even though it's, it's not a favorable matchup against the Dallas Cowboys in regard to wide receivers. Let me some Debo Samuel today. Again, I think a lot of points are going to be scored in that 49ers, Kansas city game. Okay. Let me some CD lamb with Dak Prescott back in action. I'm going to utilize him in a lot, a lot of DFS today. If Tyler Lockett doesn't go watch out DK Metcalf, uh, obviously he's going to get an uptick in targets. And so he, he, he should have a monster game. Amon Ross St. Brown back in action. Love that guy. Wow. Man, I I I don't want to say I have him in like seven of my twelve leagues, and and he's just he's doing so great. Drake London against Cincinnati. Um, Jacoby Myers on Monday Night Football against the Bears. Terry McLaurin with Heineke back in action. I do like Terry McLaurin 
this week. Uh, they had really good chemistry last season, if you recall. Uh, Romeo Dobbs for the Green Bay Packers, especially since uh, since Cobb is out. Brandon Ayuk against the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, Nico Collins, we keep on talking about him. Love me some Zay Jones. Love the target share that he's getting against the Giants. Hunter Renfro as well against Houston. Josh Reynolds could be a sneaky good play against uh, against Dallas. And so, and tight ends, I mentioned them earlier, right? Love me some TJ Hawkinson against Dallas. Gerald Everett, because of all the injuries with the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Wide receiving core against uh, Seattle Seahawks. Hayden Hurst against his old team, the Atlanta Falcons. And Evan Ingram is averaging 10 targets a game. And I think uh, Wink Martindale in this uh, Giants defense is going to keep everything shallow and uh, and close. So I think he's going to get a hefty share of targets as well. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.